Okay, so we're like oh for the series so far, getting the name right. I think Chad got this. it right last Did time. Did he? Yeah. I... So really, you're just seeing if you can keep it going. Wow. Okay. I think. Well, no pressure now. Don't we're fact on a, check me, but go ahead. A, see if you can do it. Oh, I'm doing it? Yeah, you're doing it. Jeez, you were just practicing. Well, but then we Yeah, it. fine. Um, this is the all-new River Morning Show weekly podcast presented by Savage Strength. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, I think I, that's two weeks in a row. There I added, we go. I added an extra D. It was Savage Strength. You know what? I was nervous. The emphasis. That's how savage <laughs> they are. So it's fine. Thanks, guys. Josh, what do chicken nuggets and wolves have in common? What? Chicky, chicky? No? Yeah. <laughs> chicken nuggets and wolves? It's where dreams go to die. My word. Or <laughs> they begin with the dream job. And maybe you didn't quite get there. Yeah. Okay. I remember this. Mm-hmm. We're talking all about it on our weekly podcast while well, you're here. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Columbus has a new Olympian. What? Love with that. a little razzle dazzle. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So maybe Olympian's the wrong word, but he is a winner. We have. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's quite a departure. Because <laughs> big winner is a big difference. It's the equivalent. <laughs> it's the equivalent. <laughs> There's a Columbus-based magician that just took home the bronze medal. He still won a bronze medal okay. at the world's largest magic competition. Okay. Ooh. There's a big difference between Olympian. But and, he won the bronze medal magician. at this competition. Have you seen magicians? They are not Olympians. Listen, I, I guess don't know. It's not. Then why I... are they awarding gold, silver, and bronze? I have the athletic body of a magician. <laughs> <laughs> My point exactly. So My we have to be exactly. proud of Franklin Tin a little bit because we have some yeah, magic. It means Columbus I mean, has. That's a lot of hard work. A lot of like a lot of dedication. A lot yeah. of years practicing. A lot of sleight of hand. A lot of stealing. Probably no, it's, pickpocketing. It's magic. It's real. No, it's not. Okay, so anyway. But he, he Reddit has a confession. Internet. Okay. What? He actually won fourth. Okay. But he made the third place winner disappear. <laughs> <laughs> what is the definition of failure? You. What? Oh, <laughs> that was so fast. <laughs> Listen. I don't know that there's any quick digging out of that. It was like a silver platter wow. and everything. You I looked know. at me in the eyes. Listen, I know how you are. You have to give him a hug now. I know. <laughs> Nope, I, feel bad. I, I forgive her. I'm we don't so have sorry. Okay. Right. I just was there. Sometimes she doesn't shower after the volleyball, <laughs> and I don't want sand That's on me. That's true. Thank you for sharing that. The all-new River Morning Show, no touchy. Okay. <laughs> That's how it works. Failure, according to the dictionary, is a lack of success. Thank you. Okay. Wow. Appreciate Amazing. that. Mm-hmm. Something I've been learning this season as a coach of soccer players, nine-year-olds, oh. ten of them. Is that it's very easy for them to feel like they've failed at something. Mm. So, for example, over the weekend, we had a double header. We had uh, final games of the season, and they were passing the ball so very well. And that's like the biggest thing I've been oh, working yeah. on all season: mm-hmm. spread out, pass the ball. Because it's always bum- it's always bumblebee soccer. Yes. <laughs> like we're just gonna everybody just follows. Yeah, the ball that's around. the way it was at the beginning of the season. So Good job, like coach. Watching to the end, I was like, "This is amazing. This is so exciting." Well, one point of the game, the kids ran down. They were all passing the ball, and one kid who has not yet scored a goal kicked the ball very, very hard. Past the goal, like oh. went sailing on, and the look oh. on his face—he just looked so devastated. 
And so when he came back, one thing I've been realizing as a coach is my job has been to help my players reshape their view of failure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. realizing where we started is not where we ended. Mm-hmm. Passing the ball, actually getting like good shots on goal, good communication. The kids were play- calling when they were open and saying who was open and all of the things you want your players to do at this point in the season. And so I said, hey, you know what? You didn't you didn't do anything wrong. You got down there. You took a shot. You missed. That's going to happen. Use what you learned from this miss for the next time. It's like you're playing soccer. Some of those games are one nothing. Yeah. Well, some of them are a like lot of misses. Zero, zero. I, some of them even, I don't even know how it works. I saw this one European game. It was like negative points. Well, okay. It was like, and stoppage what time. What are you what watching? <laughs> anyway, I like the lesson. Continue. Sorry. So, so helping him reshape his view of his failure, let him know that he had done everything he was supposed to do. He took all of the steps with the exception of the miss. Mm-hmm. So I told him, you can learn from that miss the next time you can do something different. And when you're not playing, you can practice a little Mm -hmm. more, take shots on goal, and learn from your mistake. And next time, if you miss, you can practice again and try to get better at it. Yeah, yeah, keep building. So helping him reshape his view of his failure, giving him permission to move away from his failure, not giving him permission to kick a ball past a goal. That's not (laughs) that you won't win games that way. You won't get points. But not looking at that single failure as a culmination of the season. Mm-hmm. The whole season, we we didn't lose a single game. We tied two. We won hey, five. It was awesome. a, we missed one game, but it's what it, it is. What it is, weather. But I was reminded by this verse from Corinthians, Second Corinthians twelve. It says, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness." We are going to have missed shots in life. We are going to have mm. failures. And if we can look at those failures as not a culmination of our life, it's not everything leading up to that moment, we can move past it. So not permission to live in failure, but permission to move away from it. Mm. It doesn't cost anything. So dream big. Talk about dreams. Dreaming okay. costs nothing. Low cost of admission. Like while I'm sleeping? Uh, sure. Dreaming while you're sleeping or dreaming about literally anything. You can be... It just doesn't cost anything. Just dream big. Dream big. Okay. If you could do anything ever, what would you do? Okay, here, here's the example. Brody Jackson, he's 11 years old. Mm-hmm. He's in, uh, was in the Little League World Series. Right, right. And they asked him, what's your dream job, Brody? Oh, I love this stuff where you get to know the kids yeah. a little yeah, bit. So yeah, so cute. Okay. They've obviously been playing baseball a long time at that age, and it's, it's a big deal for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, longer than I've ever played any sport ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they asked him, what is your dream job? And he is dreaming big. When he grows up, doesn't want to be a professional athlete. Brody Jackson, when he grows up, wants to be a chicken nugget taste tester. <laughs> it, I mean, just costs nothing to dream. Oh, so he wow. is dreaming for the stars. His name's what Brody. Brody. Mm-hmm. I love that, and I second his notion. What a great oh, idea. 100%. I wish we could check in with him years from now to find out if his dreams come true. Because, like, mm. you could turn, like, that is actually a career. Is yes. food taste yes. testing. Yes. yes. You, like, can write for prestigious prestigious magazines as a food taste tester. Well, okay, yes. He could be but like, he wants specifically the niche market of chicken nuggets. He's a nugget guy. Well, the I nugget mean, guy. It's really competitive with Popeyes and uh, Chick-fil-A. You, They're all... I, when I get that 
newsletter in my email from the mm-hmm. Nugget guy. I'm reading that. <laughs> I was like, ooh. So what, what did you find out now? What did okay. you want to be when you were a kid? And and how's it going? Did you? Oh, okay. I like <laughs> what did this. you want to be when you were a kid, Hannah? All right. When you when you think of eleven year old you, mm-hmm. uh, what did you dream that I you were doing? Brody when you and grew I up? had something in common, and that we we had big dreams. Yeah. He has them. I had them. Yeah. I wanted to own and run a wolf sanctuary. Exactly. Okay. A place where wolves Dude. far and wide could come and find Dude, um, a home that they could be taken care of and loved. Did you watch White th- Fang a lot as a kid or something like well, that? Well, plus I thought what no. you're talking about is called Canada. Like, uh, isn't that... Maybe I just wanted to all move the to Canada. Parts of I don't know. I just wanted to be their friends and make sure they were safe. And So how's that going? Well... You wanted to make sure these predators were I'm safe. Here. Good job. Cool. <laughs> I'm here. But I do own a, a dog that can look like a wolf. Is that... Did, did I do it? No. <laughs> you didn't. That's okay. Some of those dreams are unreachable sometimes. Oh. <laughs> what were your dreams and what are you doing now? <laughs> yeah. We hope they match up. I promise it's not for show. I mean, it, this this conversation is for the show, but it's, it's real. And and what I'm doing is not for show. I'm, I'm walking like a zombie because everything hurts. Oh. I am so sore. I am so Do zombies out. feel pain? That's a guess. They inflict it. I know that much. Okay. Well, this wow, is that, that starting... somehow was like a deep zombie conversation. Do they, uh, do they even the feel? thoughts and opinions of Chad Bradley are not the thoughts and opinions of the river or literally anybody else. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Sorry, sorry rabbit trail. I, you were saying something about I spent zombies. Two days. Well, I, I'm walking like one because I'm so sore from head to toe. I spent two days this week hauling stuff from the back of a house to a dumpster in the front of the house. Oh. Taking stuff from upstairs to downstairs and then replacing that stuff with stuff from downstairs, taking it upstairs. I was moving a lot of things with uh, a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. There's no air conditioning. I'm in a full hazmat suit, masks, the whole deal. What is happening? I was helping a friend. Okay. Uh, my my friend is having a health issue and is not at home. And in order for this person to be able to return back home, things need to change mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. We, we've got to clear stuff out. Okay. We need to buy stock and bulk bleach and, and clean a lot of things. You get the kind of situation. It's, mm. it's really tough, and it's not a safe spot yeah. for them to be able to return home, this friend of mine. We, we spent hours. We are nowhere near done. Mm. Um, you know, it, it doesn't sound like a good time, right? Have right. I have I built it up to where you guys tomorrow you want to come help? Like, is it... I'm actually busy, but uh, <laughs> I, I typically no, would see... say yes to stuff like this. How would you prefer to? How would you prefer to spend some time off of work right? on the couch? Pro- yeah, not moving the couch. Netflix. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. I'm with you. Um, <laughs> I did all of this again with a lot of other people for our friend, not because not, not because I'm a good person, but because it needed done. Yeah. And sure. I even expressed on the out on the outset, I was like, I'm not sure about this. This is a pretty, pretty deep situation, but it needed done. I, mm. The reason why is I heard the phrase once, and I think it's true. Love isn't love until you give it away. Mm. You can say you love a person or they matter or whatever. I'll pray for you. You can say it all day long, mm-hmm. but we have to do the thing. We have to put feet and hands and ourselves into it. 
make the sacrifice, love actively, we've got to give it away. There's a misnomer that we so often say. I'm going to lean into it, though. Okay. Because really, at the end of the day, is any act of kindness random? I mean, it might. It feels random, I think, maybe in the moment if you just see something and do something. Maybe to the receiver it yeah, feels that, random? I would imagine to the receiver most often is when it feels random. Yeah. But, but really, this is intentional stuff. Sure. Somebody saw mm-hmm. or heard and they chose to act. I like that. For example, Elena had posted on her social media. She said, my, my husband's son and I live in a camper in an RV park. We had a bad storm recently, so we spent the night at her par- at my parents' house, mm. she said. A man from a neighboring camper saw our outdoor furniture swirling around. Oh, no. So he came over and secured it for them to keep not only everybody safe, Aww. but also to help them not lose all their outdoor furniture. Because, yeah. hi, we have a patio. That's important stuff. It is. It's where you, like, entertain people and all that. She said... It's nice to know there are still good neighborly folks in the world, truly inspiring me to be more observant and helpful. Oh, see, it just like catches wind and yeah. just, I mean, storm, huh? Right, that I was know. Not on purpose. I, I see what you but... meant. You didn't mean to do, but you did it. It's contagious. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Kindness is contagious, and I love that. And that he went out into a storm. Right, exactly. Like, that's more than just kindness. That's right. putting others above yourself in such a great way. And last thing, this wasn't something huge. It wasn't life-saving. Sure. But it just meant so much. How has somebody been, air quotes, randomly kind to you? Hey, Josh, you brought something fun up. What? Jeopardy. For once. For once. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good for fired. that about uh, every other day. Something good happens. <laughs> okay. You've recently played Jeopardy against yeah, a bunch of kiddos, right? Right. It was like the youth group get together at my house against the parents. We lost miserably. So it got me thinking. If you can lose a bunch against a bunch of kiddos there, yep. can you lose against one kiddo here? She's pointing at you, man. Chad, oh, come on. She's pointing at you, oh. He's basically the equivalent of a child. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. Listen, if I, if I didn't think that was factual for a second, I would push that. <laughs> okay, so Jeopardy then? So we're going to play a quick round of Jeopardy. Yay. All I right. found a random assortment of questions. Oh, goodness. That you each have to answer first to buzz in. So come up with your buzz noise real quick. Okay. (laughs) That's Josh's. (laughs) Chad, what's yours? Bazinga. Okay. Okay. First Bazinga. Okay, good. All right. First question. And remember to answer in the form of a question. Yes, ma'am. What group of animals is called a pride? (laughs) Yes, Josh. What are lions? There you go. One to Josh. Yeah. Woo. Next question. How many teeth... Does an adult human have? Bazinga. Mm-hmm. 42. No. I don't know. I literally don't even know. 32? There you go. Yeah. Two guys. Hey, everybody. Well, I mean, in their lifetime, not at one time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Including so, the lost ones. Third so question. <laughs> what kind of fish is Nemo? Bazinga. Mm. I don't know. You really don't know? Yeah, I can't remember. Clownfish. Oh, Josh is yes. smoking you here. This is because I have my my brain in the proper thing, but I have not answered any of these <laughs> in the question. So what is a clownfish? Yeah, there we go. And He's, how many are 32? I already no, forgot. There's there no retro it's fixing right. it. It's, yeah, it's fine. The host forgot. <laughs> okay, great. Right. Love it here. <laughs> what do you call a group of giraffes? What? I know. Oh, I knew this for a second. 
Uh, Bazinga. Okay. A tower. Yes. I was I'm just super impressed. Uh, randomly throwing. What is it? What is a what tower? Is a tower? <laughs> what is uh, there you go. don't you get there. to do this now. <laughs> so it's already three to one. We already have our winner. But we're gonna do the last question anyway okay, because right, I want to see if you know it. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Bazinga. What is the elf? I don't know. The what elf? The elf? I don't no. know. What is the elf? Also, it's not. It's, it's just know. elf. <laughs> what? I don't even like that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you need a hint? Yeah. I, yeah. Give, give a hint and he's back in. Like, Ready? Oh, uh, home alone. Home alone. <laughs> who, who, who was left home alone? <laughs> hey, you're invited to listen to the recording of this podcast live. How? Where? It's simple. You can share every weekday morning with Josh, Chad, and Hannah on 1049 The River in Columbus, Ohio, or online at riverradio.com.